of the biggest needs for the Washington Commanders coming up in the 2023 NFL Draft. Here on the Next Gen Fan Podcast, I'll be reviewing the top five corners in this draft class, as well as the top three linebackers, as the Commanders have yet to solve the linebacker position after drafting Jamin Davis in the 2021 NFL Draft. All of that and much more coming up next on the Next Gen Fan Podcast. This is the Next Gen Fan Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, please do that. And if you have not left a review and a rating, please do that as well. So the Commanders, obviously they need a cornerback. In my last episode, I ranked the top five needs for the Commanders in this draft class. Cornerback, number two on my list. Because you look at their cornerback room so far and it not only lacks depth but it also lacks the playmaking ability that you need in the NFL because this is a passing league your starting cornerbacks are Kendall Fuller and Benjamin St. Juiced Fuller in the last year of his contract with declining play St. Juiced who has played well when he's on the field but has had some injury issues and then behind him you've got Christian Holmes seventh round selection from last year who's you know just kind of meh uh not to knock Holmes, but you're not really seeing much from him. And then you also have the former Vikings corner, Cameron Dantzler, who they picked up from the practice squad. The commanders need to find a solution here at corner. They did not do that in free agency. Uh, and they should not act like Cameron Dantzler was their free agent move at corner because uh, he's a, a bench player. So that that doesn't count. They need to go out, and they, they should have gone out and, and gotten someone who could have helped them. There are still corners on the market who can do that. However, they don't seem, they seem kind of reluctant to manipulate the cap in a way that would allow them to go out and get a corner. Uh, they don't have a lot of cap room currently. However, as we've seen through multiple teams like the Rams and the Saints who are constantly uh, dealing with a, a lot of cap issues. it The cap really, there's a lot of ways to get around that. With that being said, the Commanders seriously need a corner and there are a lot of great corners in this draft. I The most common player I see in mock drafts is Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. Uh, he is an excellent option for the Commanders and I will get to him soon, but right now, the top five cornerback prospects in the NFL draft. Number one is Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. Gonzalez, 6'1", 197. He ran a 4'3", He spent two years at Colorado, then went to Oregon in 2022. Now, in his collegiate career, he has 128 total tackles, 100 solo, 28 assist tackles. He has six tackles for a loss, four interceptions, and... Overall, this is by far the top cornerback prospect. Uh, Devon Witherspoon, who's number two on this list, was number one for a very long time. However, Gonzalez seems to have uh, taken that spot. I had seen mocks earlier where Witherspoon was going as high as number three to the Cardinals. Uh, However, he's kind of fallen off to going in somewhere still in the top 10, but ranked a little lower than Gonzalez. Now, when it comes to Christian Gonzalez, he has the... And this is, as far as prospects goes, your elite level prospect. Uh, Very good tape, all the physical tools, all the mental tools. Uh, He has long arms, he has the agility, and 
overall, this is, as I just mentioned, this is a guy in Gonzalez who has been trending upwards uh, very rapidly throughout this pre-draft process. Uh, by far the number one corner uh, because, once again, the good tape. He has the physical tools. Uh, this is something that Washington has in Benjamin St. Juice, that tall corner who has the longer arms, who, you know, kind of like a Richard Sherman who isn't. Uh, and this is where Gonzalez excels is because Gonzalez also has the speed and agility that you would find in smaller corners. He really is the complete package here, uh, a very good prospect in Christian Gonzalez. He is very patient. He has that ability to make up if he does make a mistake because of that speed and his ability. He's got these long strides. He is able to run with almost any receiver uh, because of the physical tools that he has. And he really excelled when it comes to that zone coverage, which is something that Washington really likes to run. So he's not a someone like you would see in like a Trayvon Diggs where he he really is a ball hawk. He isn't not a natural ball hawk. He's not going to take too many risks, uh, which is, you know, can be a good thing. Uh, the the main thing that you'd want to see him improve on is with his strength and aggression uh, when it comes to going after the football. Uh, but overall, this is a, a complete prospect at the cornerback position. Number two, Devon Witherspoon. Witherspoon out of Illinois, 5'11", 181. So Witherspoon doesn't have the the full physical tools that Gonzalez has, which is why he is ranked a little slight, a little, little uh, lower than Gonzalez. However, he does have the aggressiveness that you don't see in, Exal- uh, in Gonzalez. Uh, a lot of people are kind of comping him to Sauce Gardner in that sense because he does have that belief that he can shut down any receiver uh, that he goes against. Again, he doesn't have that size, but he does have the aggressiveness and the the uh, physicality that you want to see when he goes after the football. Now, he does not have the the agility that you would see in someone like Gonzalez, but as far as a tackling corner and someone who can go out there and hit, uh, he does have that potential and he does th- those capabilities. He is very good against the run, and multiple times in his career at Illinois, he has had multiple tackles for losses, uh, getting off the blocks against receivers. Witherspoon had 11.5 TFLs, a total of 157 total tackles, 115 solo, 42 assists, five interceptions, and one sack in four years at Illinois. He also had three fumble recoveries and one forced fumble. So the upside with a guy like Witherspoon is that he's more of a tackling corner, uh, which gives you some some benefit and kind of comps to a guy like you would have in a Benjamin St. Juice. However, uh, Witherspoon obviously doesn't have the size that St. Juice has, and that is the knock on Witherspoon is that size and the, the physical traits aren't fully there as you would see in a guy like a Christian Gonzalez. However, this is a guy who can take away half of the field. He has that ability, and he does have the the skill set to do so. Number three on my list, Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. This has been the top corner, the top player in general that I have seen mocked to Washington. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. 
has been a guy who also has been recommended by former Penn State teammate Jahan Dotson, who Washington took in the first round last year. He is a lot like a guy at like St. Juice, where he has the physicality, the length, uh, the ball skills uh, that you would see in a guy like St. Juice. He is very quick to get out of his stance using that athleticism. It's a, a different type of mobility. Not just this, this guy isn't just fast, but he's he, he's quick. He has that agility, and he does have the ability to uh, very very do a very good job of deaccelerating, coming back to receivers, whether on comebacks, curls, and those are really the the upsides with Joey Porter Jr. Is that a guy his size? He has the the burst that you would see in someone a little bit smaller, like maybe a Devon Witherspoon. Porter, like Witherspoon, is very good in run support. However, uh, there is, a, you know, as far as knocks on Joey Porter Jr., he doesn't have that, you know, elite speed uh, that you would like to see uh, at the 40. He ran a 4.46, so a little bit slower. And he also doesn't have, as far as, uh, balance downfield, so that's something he struggles with a little bit. However, again, his ability to kind of stop and go is something that really is uh, a very good quality for a corner. In his years at Penn State, he had 113 combined tackles, 86 solo, 27 assists, one interception, one sack, two tackles for loss, and one fumble recovery. So the stats don't jump out as much as you would see, uh, as much as a guy like a Christian Gonzalez or a Devon Witherspoon. However, the tape, the ability to, you know, maybe he doesn't have that elite speed, but he can still hang with those speedy guys because of the uh, athleticism and his ability to get off the line. Those are your upsides when it comes to Joey Porter Jr. And as I said, this is the player that I've seen mocked to Washington the most. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense because I think by the time you get to Washington, your top two guys are going to be gone. Uh, so this is this move makes sense if Washington were to go and get Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. Now, number four on my list, Deontay Banks out of Maryland. Banks is 6'1", 200 pounds. He ran a 4'3", 5'40". Now, Banks, in his four years at Maryland, had 83 total tackles, 61 solo, 22 assists. He had half of a TFL. He had half a sack. He had two interceptions. And that is all the major statistics for Deontay Banks. Now, for Banks, like Porter, he's he's really good about getting out of his stance. He does have uh, some... Again, like Porter, he's got the the mobility in a shorter area. He doesn't have that long term speed, uh, but however, he does. He's you know obviously a little bit faster than Joey Porter Jr. The size isn't there uh, at only six six one one ninety seven. He's I've seen him in a few places ranked at six foot six one. So I mean, you know, take it. Uh, uh, he's somewhere in around the six six one area. However. He does have the long-term speed to keep up with receivers vertically, and his transitions look very fluid. That is one of the things that, in a guy like Deontay Banks, is that it's 
going to be he's going to be able to travel with receivers uh, pretty pretty much all the time uh, because he he's very good at making his transitions and he is very good when it comes to getting off the line and staying with receivers. However, as far as improvements though, it's his closing speed that sometimes struggles, something that Joey Porter Jr. is much better at. Also, when it comes to he's sometimes a little bit flat-footed, causing him to kind of have to play catch-up, which, however, he does have the speed to do so. Overall, Deontay Banks, I've seen him. He's he's a late sec, uh, late first-round corner. However, this would still be a really good pick for Was- if Washington was to trade back uh, maybe one or two times and draft Banks. I think he's still a good addition. However, uh, I'm not on high, not so high on him as I am, you know, a guy like a Joey Porter Jr. Now, the fifth cornerback on my list is Cam Smith. Cam Smith out of South Carolina. Now, Smith, four years South Carolina. He has 91 total tackles, 69 solo, 22 assists, three and a half TFLs, six picks, and one forced fumble. Now, for Cam Smith. 6'1", 180, he ran a 4.43. Now, he does have, so the size is there, but the athleticism is really what you see in Smith. He has a really good burst, and the long range uh, explosiveness when he comes downhill, uh, that acceleration, that is something that you're going to see here with Smith. Uh, He does have, again, like a... Kind of in the opposite of a Deontay Banks. He doesn't have the greatest of transitions, but he does have the speed to kind of make up for it. And he is very light on his feet. Uh, so he is able to very easily follow those cuts when you, you see receivers running those sharper routes. Things for him to be working on. And while he is a well-rounded corner, uh he does struggle with some physicality, especially at the line of scrimmage uh, when receivers are getting off. Uh, he does have some issues with penalties. Uh, again, at the line of scrimmage, you know, kind of getting a little, uh, getting his hands involved. He also ends up sometimes being a little bit flat-footed, and that can cause him to lose his balance a little bit. So overall, he has a lot of the good physical tools, but, you know, some of the some of those skill sets you do need to refine if you're going to go with a guy like a Gam Smith. Uh, he has been a, a late first, early second round pick. So again, if Washington was to maybe trade back up in the first round or trade back with a team like the Chiefs, like the Saints, uh, this would be a, a good selection for them. Again, though, if you have a guy like Joey Porter Jr. at 16, I think Washington should pull the trigger and go get him. So now, moving on to linebackers. And as I mentioned in an earlier episode, this isn't a, a super deep linebacker class. There are three main players in the as far as the linebacker class goes. And you have one guy who is the undisputed number one. And then you have two who I've seen flip-flopped as the number two and number three. We're going to be going over those. So number one is Jack Campbell out of Iowa. He's 6'5". He went a 4'6'5 at the 40, and he weighed in at 249. So Campbell, like I said, this is the top linebacking prospect. There is really no dispute about this. 
Uh, he does have the elite size that you're looking for. He has the explosiveness, the burst. Uh, he does have very good uh, sideline to sideline uh, range, something that you would see in like a Jalen Smith when he was in his prime, um, or you know someone like a Luke Keekley. He also has a very high football IQ, uh, which is something you want when you have a guy, a middle linebacker who's going to be leading your defense, and very good when it comes to your your pass blocking, especially when it comes to uh, zone coverage. Overall, this. Overall, though, this is a really strong, physical guy, high energy, uh, and he does have that stop and start ability uh, when you know covering in man on routes. This is a, a very excellent, polished linebacker. I have seen him go in the late first, early second. If Washington could get this guy, this would be a, a home run for the commanders. Uh, some things for him to improve on, though, is because he is a little bit over-aggressive, which can, you know, it has its pros and cons. And then pass rushing isn't great, uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, maybe you send in a guy like Jamie Davis, who we've seen excel at that pass rushing when he's blitzing at that linebacker position. So, again, he is a, a late first, early to mid-second round prospect. Um, however, uh if Washington was able to, you know, maybe trade up in the second round to go get this guy, uh, he does have all of the traits, all the tools that you would want in a a star linebacker. In his five collegiate seasons, he's had four at Iowa, four at Iowa, one at Cincinnati. He has had a total of 299 total tackles, 139 solo, 160 assists, 12 and a half TFLs. He's had three sacks, five picks three forced fumbles, and three fumble recoveries. Now, my number two linebacker in the 2023 NFL Draft is Trenton Simpson out of Clemson. Simpson, 6'2", 235. He ran a 4-4-3. In his three years at Clemson, 165 total tackles, 100 solo, 65 assists, 23 TFLs, 13 sacks, three forced fumbles so Trenton Simpson is has definitely more of the athletic tools that you would look for uh, he actually reminds me a little bit of Jamin Davis as far as some of the athleticism however he's obviously a lot more polished than Jamin Davis uh, very good when it comes to blitzing uh, we've he has been a edge rusher at times very good at taking on blocks in the run game. Uh, very good when it comes to pass coverage. However, it's really that the the pass rushing that is his his strong suit. That and run defense. Very good getting off blocks. He does have the ability to, and this is why I think there's a good chance Washington could get a guy like this because he has that positional versatility which Washington likes. Uh, he can cover. He can play almost. Any position, whether that be, you know, in the box, on the edge, your standard linebacker, uh, that Buffalo nickel role Washington likes a lot. So he has so many different uh, options for for teams. And again, Washington likes that positional versatility. Now, as far as areas of improvement, because he is uh, utilized a lot as a, as a, a blitzer, uh, he 
doesn't have too many pass rush moves outside of just kind of a bull rush and then using using his speed and strength. Uh, so there he is good at getting off some of those blocks. However, when he does get some you know stronger, more powerful tackles, that is something he he does struggle with. So he needs to to have some some better pass rushing moves if he's going to try and be used more as a blitzer. However, he also doesn't take good angles as a tackler. Uh, sometimes he he does uh, struggle when it comes to getting the correct angle and then not setting up his uh, his base when he's trying to make tackle. You often having him getting either run over or uh, not being able to fully bring the ball carrier down. Simpson is projected as a a a second maybe very early third round pick. Uh, he reminds me a lot of a, a linebacker who was mocked to Washington in 2021, Jeremiah Wosu Koromoa, who ended up going to Cleveland in the second. So uh, Trenton Simpson, there while there is a possibility of him going in the first, uh, it, he's going to be a second round pick, most likely. As far as Washington taking a guy like this, uh, I would rather, if they can't take a guy like a Jack Campbell, if he's gone, then you do need to consider other positions such as center. If you haven't taken a tackle yet, you know, maybe a corner. Uh, but overall, I don't think this, while he does have that positional versatility, I don't think he fits exactly what Washington needs. He kind of just reminds me of, of, of Jamin Davis 2.0, which, you know, could be what Washington's looking for. Uh, but I, I think that they should just go ahead. If they can't find more of a traditional linebacker, then you need to go ahead and continue to pursue your needs on the uh, O-line and a corner. Now, the third linebacker I have listed is Drew Sanders out of Arkansas. Sanders, 6'4", 235. And one of his, one of his positives is that he is your typical linebacker, right? He's got the build. He's got the strength. Uh, the tape looks good. He does have the athleticism, very good burst, very good explosiveness. And he actually is a lot like Jack Campbell in the sense that he has that, you know, sideline to sideline uh, ability. He has a very good ste uh, first step as a pass rusher, which is something that you don't see so much with Jack Campbell, uh, is that Sanders can rush the passer a little better than Campbell. But unlike Simpson, he also has, you know, your, your coverage abilities. He does have good athleticism, and he's very good at reading plays. Uh, he does take, you know, make sure he diagnoses the play. He doesn't kind of just uh, go with his gut and his instinct. However, areas for improvement. The biggest issue is his his strength, uh, because while he does have, you know, the size at 6'4", 235, uh, when it comes to getting off blocks, he struggles with that. And getting through multiple, uh, you know, multiple different blockers, when it, whether it's uh, trying to get around guys or if he is trying to break a, a block when he's rushing, he does struggle with that. He is uh, good, very good when it comes to tackling, very good at taking the correct angles and not making sure that, you know, he is going in a little bit too early. In... Two years at Alabama and one year at Arkansas, 
he had a total of 136 total tackles, 56 solo, 80 assisted, 16 TFLs, 10 and a half sacks, one pick, one fumble recovery, and three forced fumbles. So that is the top five corners and the top three linebackers overall for Washington. They need to, one, understand that they didn't solve the corner, cornerback issue by getting Cameron Dantzler. Uh And while linebacker isn't you know, a huge need, it still is a need for this team. I'm not sure they're going to take one in, you know, day day one and day two, obviously, because they signed Cody Barton, who a uh, former Seahawk, had over 120 tackles last year. And then they have Jamin Davis. And while neither of those guys are elite talent, uh, I think that, and looking at Ron Rivera's track record here in Washington, he doesn't really go after those big name linebackers. So it doesn't seem like Washington is going to be drafting another first round linebacker anytime soon or a second round or a third round linebacker. I could definitely see a linebacker in play, you know, in day three. However, there is much more pressing needs for this team, which is why I think getting a guy like a Joey Porter Jr. or a Deontay Banks uh, is a much more sure thing. When it comes to looking at the second and third rounds, I would much rather see Washington go O-line there than go with a linebacker unless you see Jack Campbell fall. With that being said, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Next Gen Fan Podcast. If you aren't subscribed to the podcast, please do that. If you have not left a review and a rating, please do that as well. The podcast is now on YouTube, so you guys can go over there, check that out, subscribe there, and listen there as well. I would really appreciate that. And if you have any family members, friends, or people you know who are Commanders fans, let them know about the podcast. I would appreciate that as well. If you have any questions or comments, you guys can send me a voice message. The link to that is down below in the description. I see ground forces, firefighters, police officers, and emergency personnel. God bless you, and God bless you.